Chapter 13 of The Wonders of the Jungle. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Timothy Lucas. The Wonders of the Jungle by Sarath Kumar Ghosh. Chapter 13 Bears. Bears are such funny animals, at least some kind of bears, that you may like to know all about them. Bears are found in many countries, and in some countries there are several kinds of bears. But you must remember this. Hardly any bear lives in the tropics. That means countries where the sun is almost overhead all the months of the year, so that it is very hot all the time. But why does not the bear usually live there? Can you guess? because the bear is a very hairy animal, and his hair is just like a thick coat, so that he cannot live where it is very hot all the time. Of course, once upon a time the bear lived only in places where it was very cold, and so he grew thick hair to keep out the cold, but now that he has a thick coat of hair, he cannot go down to hot countries to live. He does not mind living in a cold country, and the colder the country is, the thicker is his coat of hair. What does the bear eat? Most kinds of bear eat. Most kinds of bears eat berries, fruits, soft roots of trees, and fish when they can catch it. One or two kinds of bears eat other things also, which I shall tell you about very soon. The bears that live in cold countries, where there is heavy snow in winter, cannot get anything at all to eat in winter. Why? Because there are no fruits and berries in winter, and the roots of trees are frozen hard and covered up by the snow. Then if those bears cannot get anything to eat in winter, what do they do? They sleep. You know that when you are asleep, you do not feel hungry. But as soon as you wake up, you feel hungry again. It is just the same with the bear. He does not feel very hungry while he sleeps. And he sleeps right through the winter months. Still, while he is asleep all that time, does he not feel a little bit hungry? He does, so he uses up the store of food inside his body. I have told you that the camel carries a store of food in his hump. The bear has no hump, of course, but he has a thick chunk of fat all around his body, just under his skin, and that chunk of fat is his store of food. So when the bear sleeps snugly in his den in the winter months, the chunk of fat is slowly used up inside his body and keeps him from being very hungry. Of course, he eats such a lot just before the winter that the chunk of fat is very thick when he goes to bed. But the chunk is all used up when he wakes up at the end of the winter, and then he is very hungry again. But there is a kind of bear that lives in a place where there is snow and ice almost all the time. What can he do? He cannot sleep always. So he has to get something to eat now and then, and I shall tell you how he does that. The Polar Bear This kind of bear is called the Polar Bear. He lives in a place far up north, where it is always very cold. The land is nearly covered with snow, and the, water at the and the water at the top of the sea is frozen. There are no berries or fruits there for the polar bear to eat, so he has to live on fish and seal, which is a water animal. The way the bear catches the fish or the seal is this. He makes a hole in the ice with his paws so that he can reach the water below. Then he sits down very quietly by the edge of the hole and waits for a fish or a seal to swim past the hole. Then the bear pounces on it very quickly with his paw or his jaws and catches it. If the ice is too thick for the bear to make a hole through it, he has to try another way. 
he comes right down to the part of the sea where some of the ice has broken off. There he chooses a place at the edge of the ice, close to the water, and he waits there for a fish or a seal to swim past. Then he pounces on it and catches it. Now I shall tell you a few special things that the polar bear has. His coat of hair is much thicker than the coat of any other bear. Why? Because he lives in a colder place than any other bear, so he needs a thicker coat. Also, he sometimes has to swim through the icy waters to get to some floating field of ice, so that he can catch fish from it. Then, although his hair gets wet, he has a thick lining of fat inside his coat to keep him warm. The next special thing about the polar bear is that his hair is all white, like the color of everything around him, which, as I have told you, is just snow and ice. So when the polar bear sits down very quietly on the snow and ice, nobody can see him, even from a short distance, because he is the same color as the snow and ice. And that is why the fish or seal does not see him, and so gets caught. That is one of the wonderful things about many wild animals. They are of the same color as the place where they live. You know that the color of a lion is yellow, like the color of sand. And the lion lives in countries where there are lots of sandy places. You know, too, that the color of a tiger is yellow, but with black stripes upon the yellow, so that if you looked at him from a distance, you might think he was made up of yellow and black stripes. And the tiger lives in the tall grass, which also looks like yellow and black stripes. But now I shall tell you more about the polar bear. He has three other special things. The soles of his feet are hairy, he has a small head, and he has a long neck. First, about the soles of his feet. The soles of the feet of other bears are smooth, just like the feet of all other animals that have to walk on ordinary ground. But the soles of the polar bear are covered with long hair, just as is his body. Why? Because he has to walk on ice, which is very slippery, and he needs to have the soles of his feet covered with hair, or else he would slip on the ice, just as you must wear rubbers over your shoes when you have to walk on icy ground. Now, my dear, just stop for a minute and think. Among all the wonderful things that I have told you so far, you have always noticed that an animal always has just the very thing he needs. We have to make rubbers and warm coats and gloves and socks and a dozen things that we need. But to every animal, God has given everything that he needs right on his body. But now let us go on with the polar bear. He has a smaller head than any other kind of bear. Why? to make it easier for him to put his head through the hole in the ice when he is catching fish. Other kinds of bears do not have to put their heads into a hole to get anything to eat, so they do not need to have a small head. The polar bear has also a longer neck than any other kind of bear. Why? To give him a longer reach in catching the fish with his jaws without tumbling into the water himself. Other bears who live on dry land do not need to reach out like that, so they have shorter necks. I shall now tell you about these other kind of bears. American Bears First you shall hear about the bears that live in America. The biggest kind is called the grizzly bear. In fact, he is the largest bear in the world. Some grizzly bears are 10 feet tall when they stand up on their hind legs. The color of a grizzly bear is yellow, but with many shades, sometimes between brown and yellow, and sometimes between red and yellow. Teddy bears, with which you have played, are sometimes made of that color. Teddy bears, of course, are very nice, as they are toys, but I'm sorry to say that the real grizzly bear is not nice. He is very fierce. In fact, he is the only kind of bear that is so fierce. Even grown-up men do not want to go near him. 
The grizzly is found in many parts of North America, near the Rocky Mountains from the United States right up to Alaska. He lives on berries and all kinds of fruits, and also on the soft roots of trees. But the grizzly bear eats meat also, if he can manage to catch deer or cattle. That is why cowboys in Colorado and Wyoming do not like the grizzly bear. He tries to kill and eat their cows. Besides, he kills a lot of fish. In the Columbia River in Oregon, there are lots of trout and shad, which people like to have for their dinner. But the grizzly bear gets to the river first and eats a great many of the trout and the shad. How does he catch the fish? Why, he just lies down along the bank and waits for the fish to rise to the top of the water. The trout and the shad like to rise to the top of the water now and again and swim there. So the grizzly just waits for a fish to rise and then he pounces on it and catches it with his paw. He is so very quick that he hardly ever misses. All kinds of bears are very clever in catching fish. Other bears. Another kind of bear is called the brown bear. He lives in Europe, Asia, and also in some parts of America, especially in Alaska. There he is rather big, though not quite so big as the grizzly bear. He too lives on berries, fruits, and roots, and he also catches fish. For in the rivers of Alaska there are lots of salmon. But the brown bear is not at all fierce like the grizzly bear. He is peace-loving and sometimes quite friendly. The nicest kind of bear is called the black bear. He is found in all parts of the United States and in many other countries. He is sometimes rather small and is quite full of fun. Almost all the good stories you may hear about bears are about the black bear. Many people mistake the black bear for the brown bear. So when you sometimes hear people talking about a brown bear, you may know that they really mean a black bear. Like other bears, the black bear lives on berries, fruits, and roots, and also on nuts, if he can find any. But what he likes best is honey. It is quite amusing to see the bear hold a honeycomb in one paw, scoop out the honey with the other, and put it into his mouth. It looks just like a boy holding a pot of jam in one hand and sticking his finger into the jam and putting it on his tongue. But do not the bees get angry and try to sting him, you may ask. Of course they do. The bees swarm around the bear and try to sting him all over, but they cannot. He is too hairy. They cannot get through the hair to sting him on the skin, so he goes on licking the honey and smacking his lips. The black bear is always a funny animal. Perhaps you have seen him in the zoo. He will squat on the ground like a man, and if he sees a crowd of people before him, he will swing his arms just as a man does when he talks to a friend. Perhaps the bear has seen some men do that and has learned to do the same. And sometimes he will sit on the ground, hold his tail in his mouth, and fumble head over heels, or roll over and over, or spin round and round just for fun. In fact, the black bear is among the few grown-up animals that love to play. Many young animals, of course, such as kittens, puppy dogs, calves, and many others love to play. But most grown-up animals do not seem to care for play except the black bear. When he is caught and tamed, he is still very playful at times. He will do all sorts of funny tricks all by himself. And if he sees anyone watching him, he will try to show how clever he is, just like a child playing smarty. Once in a lumber camp in the west, the men caught and tamed a black bear. After a time, the bear was allowed to walk about the camp quite free, as he did not think of running away. One day, the men had stopped work to have their dinner. The bear walked by, and the men petted him and said nice things to him. Then what do you think happened? The bear felt so proud of being praised that he went to a sloping log and walked along it right to the top. 
You must know how that in a lumber camp, there are lots and lots of huge logs, or trees which the men have cut down. And one of those logs happened to rest on a slope, that is, with one end higher than the other. When the bear reached the top of the log, he sat across it. Then he held on to the log with his front paws, bent his body, and slid down the log, just as a boy slides down the banister. Of course, the men laughed and cheered him. Then just guess what the bear did. He walked up to the top of the log again and sat across it as before, but now he held on to the logs with just his knees, not his paws, and sat straight up without bending and slid down the log in that way. Just as a boy might hold on to the banister with his knees, not using his hands at all, and slide down the banister in that way, just to show how smart he could be. You may be sure those men cheered the bear. They gave him lots to eat. There's another kind of black bear that is also funny, though in another way. He is called the Himalayan black bear, because he lives in India near some huge mountains called the Himalayas. In many ways, he is very much like the black bear of America, but he has a white chin and long side whiskers on his jaws. Some people think that of all kinds of bears, he is the most handsome. Although he often goes up very high on the side of the mountains, he sometimes comes down to the country below where there are many villages. But the bear is quite friendly and never hurts the people in the villages, although he is strong enough to kill a man. So the people are also very kind and friendly to him and never try to hurt him. When you grow up, you may read that there are some people in India who are always kind to all animals, tame or wild. I am telling you this because you will see very soon what we gain by being friendly even to a wild animal. The Himalayan black bear, like the other black bear, is also very fond of honey and of everything sweet. In the country where he lives, there grows a berry called mawa, which is very sweet, even sweeter than the strawberry, and the people of the villages make jam from it. These berries grow quite wild, on bushes here and there in the fields, and even in the jungles nearby. When the berries are ripe, the people send out their children to gather them from the bushes in the fields, and the children carry baskets so as to bring back as many berries as they can. But when the berries are ripe, the bears also want to eat them. So it sometimes happens that half a dozen children are picking the berries from a thick bush when suddenly a bear comes around the bush and starts gobbling up the berries as fast as he can. Do the children get frightened and run away? Not a bit. They want their share of berries too. By this time the bush may be getting empty and the children have not quite filled their baskets. The bear keeps on gobbling up the berries and even pushing past the children to get at a bunch. What then? Why the children raise their hands and just spank the wild bear. Go away, you have had enough, they say. Can't you go to another bush? There must be others right in the jungle where we can't go. And can you imagine it? A wild bear there has never hurt a child. When the children spank him and push him away, telling him that he has had enough from that bush, he does go away to some other bush. Of course, the spanking does not really hurt him. I have told this to you, my dear, just to show you that there is never any real reason for quarreling and fighting among children or even among men. If children and wild bears can get along together, why cannot children and children, or men and men, or nations and nations? Surely there are enough berries and other good things for all, if we only look around. Remember this always, even when you grow up, if you want to be good men and women and good citizens of your country. End of chapter 13. Recording by Timothy Lucas.